Welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show, episode three. Spagnus is still missing. Mr. Kaplan's alive, and Mark Zuckerberg's a blacklister. Let's go. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah. Good see. Baby, come mm. back. Welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show, episode three of season four. Um, we chose Player, Baby Come Back. Because how could you not? For for poor Spagnus. Yeah. Oh, Agnes, out in the world. Out in the Spagnus wilderness. of God is missing an action mm. Spy Baby Agnes. Um, thank you for joining us here once again in the Blacklist After Buzz After Show. I'm Joe Braswell, and I'm... Joined by the lovely Julia Carley. That's me. Hello. And for the second week in a row, it's a goddamn miracle. I'm joined by <laughs> Joe Sanfilippo. Straight up loaves and fishes status right now, people. Wow. Yeah. Oh. That's right. Wow. Straight up loaves and fishes. Loaves and fishes. Are you calling yourself Jesus? I think no, you just I'm did. saying it's. it's I, I'm you saying it's Italian Jesus. Italian <laughs> Somebody pour some water on the floor. I'm going to show you all three. Please. <laughs> I would love some wine. I would love some wine, yeah. Mr. Italian Can Jesus. Can you do something with this, please? Some Thirsty. Um, oh, I'll wave my hands, but I think you're going to be disappointed. We are here. Sorry, we are running a little late for those of us who are joining us live uh, in the chat room. Thank you for all of you. Uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll go Ginny D and. Uh, Oh, it's me. I'm sorry. Oh. There it is. I was, that was just a little feedback. Yeah. Uh, uh, Watson and, and, and Ginny and Michaela and Anna Solabalosa Saha. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds anyway, really real. Uh, yeah, thank you for job. joining us, all of you. We're going to talk about this episode, which was, a, which was a great one. I actually liked this episode. I will, we'll talk about what happened and why. Um, we got uh, Mr. Kaplan seems to be alive. Uh, as we mentioned, Spagnus is baby, poor spy baby Agnes is still uh, missing. Alexander Kirk Rostov Constantine mm-hmm. is uh, still at large. And uh, we got some really tricky kind of um, relationships between Liz and the post office, and Liz and Red, and Red in the post office, and and uh, we'll see how how that plays out. Also, a little later on the show, we will bring in our good friend Jody Walker from Entertainment Yay. Weekly uh, to get her takes on on the episode as well. If you didn't check out her column, uh, you should check it out. It was it's, it's good. She made some great analogies between. Uh, this and Shark Tank, which I'll ask her about as well. <laughs> but in the meantime, uh, I want to ask you guys what you thought about this episode. I just wanted to say, for me, uh, I, I'm overall pleased. I've been kind of mentioning this the last couple of episodes, but I'm very pleased with what John Camp and the gang have done to sort of like bring this whole blacklist mess kind of back home. What they've done is they successfully brought back the procedural, which I think this was... A pretty much a close-ended blacklister, and it wasn't too corny. And I felt like it was. It was. It, it felt like there was a one-off crime to solve. They solved it, and it, it felt pretty good. It also led to all the other things in the overarching serialized blacklist. I think they're doing a good job with that. Um, I also think they did a really good job of solving the baby problem. The fact that uh, Liz Keen and also Megan Boone were pregnant. I also wondered, like, what's going to happen with this baby? Are they gonna have a, is a baby going to be bumping around? Is she going to be fighting crime with a baby? Blacklist baby? But I think, as I predicted, I'm sort of big upping myself, <laughs> as I predicted... One must. The, <laughs> the baby is is gone. The baby is, it seems to be the focus of season, four, of season four, and they're chasing the baby around, which makes sense. Um, 
I also like the writing in this episode. I think the detail was great. Uh, uh, like Red's Red's watch, the fact that he you know had had, had his watch retrieved by my man is funny. Uh, the detail in his 1972 story, uh, watching Mike Douglas. I just thought there's some really nice touches. Uh, we got some character work with Navabi and and also uh, with a uh, little bit of wrestler and a, and of course some some. Um, Aram, which we like, which we'll talk about later. But all in all, a good, satisfied episode. I would like to know what you think, Julia Kearley. Um, I enjoyed this episode. It felt like kind of like an old school blacklist episode to me, I have mm-hmm. to say. You know, we had a very specific uh, uh, blacklister who had a very specific purpose. We all went on a big hunt for him and big fat crimes were happening. I mean, it was fun. It was. <coughs> I didn't feel like too much was really moved forward in the overarching story. Right. Um, I would like to know where... Spagnus is. I would like to see Zombie Kaplan and what's happening to her. Sure. I love me some Mr. Zombie Kaplan, though. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, all in all, we, we employed some new devices this week with Lizzie and her mom, which was kind of interesting. I'm uh-huh. not sure if I completely... I mean, I get it, but I don't know if I completely understand it. It seemed a little bit off the whole, like, book, the, off the whole color. Touching. Yeah. Mom. Yeah, I, I mean, the woman who plays Katarina, whose name I cannot remember, she was soulful and fantastic in yep. those scenes. Um, but uh, I don't know, it felt a little off-color for, as far as what we do with you, the blacklist. This is our second Katarina hallucination, isn't it? Third. Well, if you count, if you count the... Uh... Cape May. Well, that's what I was going to say. Cape May. That was that was long. That was a long standing. But he was also in like this, this, the pits of despair and drug use and and and. and all I'm saying the... is, I mean, she she makes a lot of appearances for a dead chick. She 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 comes back and all. Well, if lot. I were that hot, I'd show up all the time I know, too. Right? That's yeah, totally worth it. I think so. Bring the redhead. And I really like we seeing Aram getting some. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Aram! Backups to Aram getting some. The cute little blonde. Her name is uh, Latte Verbeek. Latte? Latte. L O T T E. I think Lottie. it's Lottie. Okay. <laughs> I like a nice cup of latte. <laughs> Lottie? <laughs> or latte? <laughs> Latte, if you're feeling fancy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I like to pronounce things. Uh, I like to pronounce you, uh, never mind. Uh, uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna go do a sketch now. Uh, I also like, though, anyway, I also like seeing Tom D-nice. back in action. I love, I love Tom in action. D-nice. He's my favorite. Okay, latte. Hey, latte, it's never mind. So go, sorry. No, that was it. Latte. All right, we're off the rails. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, Aram got some. That was great. Yeah. 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 Yes, he did. You got some latte. Thanks for that press. Well, we're assuming. We're assuming. We never know. Next week they could be like, yeah. no, she's just here to to to, to do massage. Maybe. I will I say she dropped the drawers. Pretty sure she did. I, I don't know much about women or how this works or how this thing works. We're aware. Or, or <laughs> yeah. sex or anything like that. We are aware. But Joe or, or or Julia, this is. I mean, that that's a pretty bold move to come in from the run. It's pretty strong. Like, oh, you got dinner on. Boing. What should I do? Around's like. I mean, I don't know. That, is that the move, Julia? Yes. Okay. There it is. There it is. Done and done. Okay. Have you have you boys never seen that move? No. That's unfortunate no. for you both. That is unfortunate. I'm going to make some move. calls. This is bullshit. <laughs> I, I, I need to work. I need to get my marinara sauce game up. <laughs> I'm going to start cooking sauce. I need to be cooking some sauce. Every time my wife comes home, I'll be like, you, you, you 
Pantry's like, still on, honey. I got honey. the sauce, honey. I'm, I'm the sauce, guys. You know, sauce. you know how to see I'm making the sauce? I put on the apron and everything. <laughs> I like, yeah, my, my marinara game is why, why are your pants on, honey? I don't All understand. Right. So, uh, well, good for a rom. So let's, let's, get, let's get into this a little bit. So the, the blacklister of the week was uh, one. Miles McGrath. Mr. Miles mm-hmm. McGrath, uh, not related to uh, Mark, McGrath. Mark McGrath or Sugar Ray. <laughs> Which is what I heard about <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Oh, someday. That's my bad Mark McGrath imitation. Oh, that is really bad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's, that's like the worst imitation ever. What is that? That's what he does in the videos. Someday. All right, all right let, let, let's just keep moving. This is freaking me out. <laughs> that's Mark McGrath. Is it? Yeah. Well, no, maybe not. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've never. I don't know. I'll show you the video. I'm going to look, but let's yeah. move on. Uh, Mark McGrath is, uh, I mean, sorry, Miles McGrath. <laughs> Miles McGrath. Miles. Is uh, our blacklister who is, I mean, I like the idea. I think this, this idea really works well on paper as a conceit for me, which is this sort of like, you know, snarky, super smart, Silicon Valley billionaire yes. type who we all sort of know to, grown to know as a stereotype, as a kind of know-it-all uh, Silicon Valley the Silicon Valley type. Um, but actually, in the actual execution of the guy, he was very sort of, uh, not, not even Zuckerberg esque, more, more Jesse Eisenberg ish, like in his delivery and his old thing. I thought it, they went kind of with a, uh, what's the guy's name who had the, um, uh, the, uh, the company where they jacked the price of the, uh, of the, 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 the drug? I think that's the direction they went with him. It seemed to me that they went in that they went in that route. Uh, I felt some strong guys, Jesse Eisenberg Zuckerberg for yeah, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg money. Zuckerberg. That's yeah. what I was getting. Like in terms of his, you know, that kind of a sociopathic kind of I'm not socio uh, um that's what I'm looking for. Um, narcissistic, narcissistic no. and yeah, I guess sociopath okay. is the word, yeah. yeah. Sociopathic sort of like uh uh element to him. But anyway. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought yeah. it was a, it was a neat idea. We've seen all the hard boiled guys. We, we're going to see, and we'll see more of them, I'm sure. But I like this little departure. Yeah, I liked him. He was fun. I yeah. like the idea of, of uh, angel investor for criminals. Yeah, yeah. I like. I like Aram liked the idea too. Aram so liked be legit. the idea too. I like. And that was again. Well, yeah, he's getting some. He's got. He's got jog, jogging. Just. Sort of well, <laughs> I got nothing. I was going to say something terrible. Well, well thought had. out. Well, I think no, a well thought know. out, Write well, well written me. premise of this guy. Of sort of why his his backstory of sort of how he, you know, was kicked out for being an asshole and then sued and then used the money to start this sort of supervillain, uh, you know, uh, incubation fund, if you will, <laughs> like in, in the in the style of Silicon Valley. Um, I, I, I think that was all very clever as well. So we first see what happened. <laughs> We're that? passing notes. We're passing notes in school. Class. I can't share it with everyone. Me? Absolutely not. Go. Is there something in my face? No, you're no. good. All right. Um, we did see the. Um, so, with the, the, the I'm sorry. The show opens with a sort of a Joe Carnahan esque action scene. Absolutely, which is very cool. Yes. Total uh, to see. Uh, and then we go back and we see the, the, the sort of separation between Red and. Not only the the um, post, office. post office, but but Liz and Tom as well. Like Red sort of feels like he's this loner who really can't trust anyone, whose goal <laughs> is still to bring in poor spy baby Agnes, but not presumably not with the help of the FBI or Liz, right? And so he does have that meeting with her at her grave. Just a nice little nice, nice little dig there. Nice dig. 
and to sort of say I'm on the case, but you stay out of it. And, mm-hmm. and what did you think of that whole sequence and, and and how and how Liz reacted to that? You know, I was a little confused by. It. I mean, I liked the dig. I liked bringing her to the to the grave site because he's hurt. Everyone mm-hmm. is hurt, and that you know they did a really good job of of showing people being hurt and explaining that and sort of working through those feelings. I thought with a wrong with Samar with uh, with Red as well. But he, you know, they had that conf- not confrontation, but that conversation back and forth and. You know, she's like, if you know where my baby is, you have to tell me. And he point blank says, no, I don't. Because she mucks everything up. But then he goes and gives her information anyway, which I thought was a little counterintuitive. Because knowing her, she always goes rogue. She always goes off on her own and doesn't, I don't have to listen to anyone. I'm going to do it myself. And off she goes and she goes off and does it herself. Pretty solid. (laughs) I don't have to listen to anyone. um, It's almost like why it's almost you get is she southern? What is such a royal brat of a character? (laughs) She really no, you don't want to see my impression. I'm Lizzie King! Oh no, what's that? Those are her eyes? Her eyes lit up with lights. You know what? You know what? I, I've said this before. They, they they write her into these corners and then they're like, Well, nobody likes her. It's so fucking weird. Like they, they, so they did this thing again this episode where they where like they want her walking around like, oh Samir's gonna take a while for Samir because she's still oh she hates me. And then Ram says, Yeah, she needs some time. We all do. We all do. What do you mean? You haven't forgiven me yet? It's been two days. Yeah. yeah. Like it's such an entitled it's like I'm, you guys. I'm fucking Lizzie Keen. Do you know why? And you know well, that made me feel bad for a Rom too. Like, he, like she thought, well, it's a Rom. He's a it's puppy a dog. He's gonna love me no matter he's, what. He's in. I'd do whatever I want. Take a shit on his laptop. Yeah. He's cool with it. He's gonna love me. Who shit on my laptop? It was me. Where are you? <laughs> but where, I will say, where are you going? <laughs> for all this, for all this frustration with her, That's with her actions. Let's go ahead. For all for all this disparaging of her actions, I felt like she was a little bit redeemed. She got a little cool yes. when she was, you know, an FBI headquarters. That was a cool was. caper. That, that was, was a cool, cool caper. And I love seeing she and Tom working together. That was and fun. I was like, okay, okay, maybe I like you. Maybe maybe today I like you a little bit. Yes. You know, it, it, the, the scene that they had at the uh, at the the gravesite grated on my nerves. I think you guys sent you guys a text, a rather rather <laughs> rather, rather terse text. Indeed. Um, but because it, it felt like season one or season two again. It mm-hmm. felt like like. You're not. You're telling me things I don't want. It just felt like I, that same dynamic I, I was like right back. I would love to say this. I think that the three of us and anyone else out there in the world has to sort of come to the fact that I think this is the dynamic. This is the lead. The lead. The red Lizzie dynamic. Yes. This is what it's going to be. I'll go with it, the lead. It is the father daughter dynamic. Father daughter esque ish or light dynamic. It is the sort of uh, you know. Um, bratty impetuous sort of you know um young daughter and the and the father protective father like that's kind of what the dynamic is so lizzie's always going to be this sort of like you know arms crossed or hands on her hips God, Liz very harumphing and <laughs> yes exactly yeah <laughs> um she's I'll always need go- you. yes I'll need what am i doing i love Can it, I stop it? Like, keep ripping I no Everyone, look. It brings me such joy. Uh, <laughs> oh, you broke me. Uh, the <laughs> folks in the chat room say you sound just like her. Thanks, guys. Yes, I've been uh, honing this for a long time. You're exactly now. right. Oh, uh, no, I, but I, but I do think that uh, this is. This is the, I think this is actually the the dynamic here, so we should get used to it, Jeff Lippo. Because at this point, I'm, done, I'm, I'm I'm personally am done being like, Ugh. I'm like, okay, well, this is kind of what. This is what she does. This is what they do, right? This is how I'm dealing with now, right. with my bad impression. Okay. <laughs> That's how I'm going to get through You this. act out in whatever way yes. you need to deal with it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I think um, uh, the... 
<laughs> the, but the, the thing that does bother me so, so much is that the idea of the notion that Red is going to give that it made me wonder if this was intentional. Red sort of gives Lizzie just enough information because the next scene she's back at the post office. Here's what he's doing, and they're like, and she's like, got just enough information from Red to go back and tell the post office, who of course is not going to stand down. Wrestler says the line, it's written. What are we all supposed to just sit here while Red does goes off and does it by himself? Uh, yeah, I think so because Red knows what he's doing, and he you guys just f things up. Which they did, by the way. Yeah, they did. Which they went out and did their thing and screwed things up. Got so, people killed. I wonder. Yeah, killed. got people killed. Killed. <laughs> so I don't know. That that that's the piece for me where it's like, you know, why does Red keep doing this? Sometimes he uses them. He knows they're going to do that. Um, sometimes he doesn't. But you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with the overall thing. What I did like in this episode, I want to talk about is we finally got to see. Well, not finally. I think we saw it before, but we got to see uh, some Tom and Lizzie. You know, the little Mr. and Mrs. Smith action. Yeah. Together. Yeah. On a caper. Doing some spy shit. Doing some caper yeah. business. What do you think of that, Joe? I, I like that. You had to like that one. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I had, I had a good time with that. I thought that was fun. I thought Tom was fun. I thought Lizzie was actually enjoyable. Yeah. I thought the whole thing was great. Well, that's what we've always liked Lizzie. You know, she's has this past of being... You know, I don't know what you call it. Give her some edge, and I enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, little criminal aspects and swiping stuff. Yeah, and I love that. And I did, and it, and it was kind of like a felt like a little bit of a of a um, fu to to maybe us in the panel when she does that sort of fake like you know cry sort of Lizzie Keen pouty whiny I'm Lizzie Keen thing and we're like uh, here we go again and she's like I'm really acting I'm gonna steal the card I'm like oh Lizzie yeah, I, liked it. I liked so that it. was cool yeah it's like, yeah, like you Flippo. I, I really doubt very seriously if it was directed at us. It was, I think it was directed directly at you. I can't help but feel that that is a narcissistic impulse on your part. Yeah, if you look, if you look in the top, if you look in the credits, right? There's a small print that says F you Flip It was just a little guy there. Mm. Yeah. But I, I did like that. Um, so back to the, so they seem to get, you know, enough information. Now, what, what came out of that was what seems to be a big, not bombshell, but a big piece of information that's going to propel the season and the, and, and, and the story forward, which is uh, her mother's diary, right? Yeah. Which is a very nice piece written in by, by John Morgan Camp to help us along here. But in this diary, it, it, it would seem to have all the secrets. And by the way, do me a favor, Lizzie. Just finish, the, just finish that bad boy. She's like, I'm halfway through it. I'm just getting to the part where you're a jerk. I'm like, what else? Like, can she finish the thing? I'm going to wait to the end of the season. You know, episode episode 13. I'm on page 45. Like, what, get to the end of the diary. I don't know. I don't know. She read Russian. Well, there you go. Well. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Masha, Masha, Masha. Masha, Masha, Masha. Yes. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe she's uh, on a hot Google Translate. <laughs> like, she's got the Google Translate up, and she's really in there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I, such a fan of that, by the way. I, I can't G- tell you Google how many translate? times. I use I translate, but how many times? I've, oh, it's I amazing. It. What, a, sure. what a world we live in. love it. Yeah, what a world. It's very uh, Star Trek or, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. It's a beautiful thing. Um, so, yeah, so I think that that's, the, the diary is an interesting device that's going to give sure. us some clues as to, as to what, what, what we need to know. Um, so going back, we'll get into the, the plan and what happened with the plan later. We also get to see, we move back, and we get to see um, our man, McGrath, and sort of how sinister and cool he is. He's got a little Bond villain in him, that, that whole little scene with the yeah. guy who um, wants to get a lead in the guy, and he's talking to um, Red's man, who I don't remember the name is. The Johan guy? Yeah. 
Okay. He's, well, he's talk- oh yeah, yeah. After he killed Bradley. Yeah, he's, he's talking about. He was talking about. Had Bradley, Bradley killed. He his his it. scene about talking about, like like I'm the stra- I'm 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 in charge of the strategy. Everything's calculated. Everything's calculated. That's a very that was a very cool scene. Um. So what do we think about um? I just want to get back to the Aram Navabi situation. I mean, they're really requesting sort of, a transfer. Well, before that, we huh. have a nice little Oof. scene where, uh, you know, Aram comes to the conclusion that uh, all faces are asymm- or, or, symmetrical, or mm-hmm. asymmetrical, based asymmetrical. on uh, the look, looking at Navabi's so cute. lovely features. Oh my god, I love him. Made me think, like, you know, Aram, uh, Aram's game is kind of tight, actually. By the way, Joe. You feel that way? I don't know. The whole like, you know, I mean, you can compliment. Well, someone. we had the man come in here as a guest. He came in. He rode a motorcycle he here. Leather jacket. I mean, rocked the leather I, jacket. I wasn't mad I'm at like, it. You can compliment the imperfections of, of, of a woman's face in a way that is very flattering. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 pretty strong. Tell me my chin's I mean, adorable. I, yeah. I'm all yours. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna guess there's lines. I mean, like that lazy eye. Look at that. The way it, I mean, you got it. <laughs> that lazy eye is adorable. The way your nose kind of crooks kind of over to the side <laughs> is adorable. <laughs> I get there's limits in all things, but I agree with you. It's yeah, pretty solid. I, but I, I think Aram, I think Aram's, uh, is you know is proving himself in this episode is quite the uh, you know yeah. he's got some moves under there. And I think Samar's realizing that she's been missing out. Yeah, especially after too she, little uh, too late, Navabi. Yeah, and so I, I do want to jump into that. You know, when she's trying to put the transfer order in, and she's calling. And I want, was she calling him to? You know, I think she what, what did she sure. want from him? She just wanted like that. She want, I think she was kind of. I think anyway. I think she was kind of up in the air. They said, you know what, I. I had a good day today. I felt like I was in the cut. I was in, I was I was doing what I was doing with the crew. I felt like we got something done. Maybe I am in the right place, and I'm just mad at this this indulgent pain in the ass chick who I've been right. attached to. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm gonna call Aram. He's gonna talk me down, and maybe I won't send this thing. And I love the way she plays that because she always plays that character so real. It's like such a all. She always makes choices based on real evidence in front of her. She's realistic about people's motivations. She's never playing like a idealist she's never playing like a oh gee i wish or wouldn't it be great if or i'm entitled to she's always like no these are the facts this is what i do this is what's happening and the one time she followed her heart which is when she was throwing the baby shower and all that and yeah died, she got her heart broken yeah. which is why teeth. she's so so adamant about leaving why she's so mad and props to mozan naro i think it's naro uh marno god horrible God, it's not John Smith. We are butchering it up in this movie. We are effed. Mosan Marnot. <laughs> Props to her for being able to like sort of doing so much with so many. Like, look how much little, what little screen time Navabi has. And she she really creates she's, some really she's impressive. A fully I agree with you. She's a fully realized character. I think we all kind of sure. know and love who she is. My absolute faves. Very, very little screen time. And we all adore her, right? We all oh, think God, she's yes. great. Um, and the way she played that was great too, because at the end of it, she wasn't mad at Aram. Mm-hmm. She was like, "How dumb are you for getting? Why would yeah. you send?" Like it was just such a. And, but and, what was and, I thinking? What I've was... always said she was going to realize what was in front of her the whole time, and I yeah. think that was her trying to realize it and just, you know, yeah. hearing what was happening on the other side that other other people have lives that go on yeah, outside absolutely. of this right. post office. You know how did how did Aram and the jogger meet? You think? I mean, Aram likes to, he likes, he likes to bike, right? Maybe, they, oh, maybe, maybe he was... Maybe, maybe, he's, maybe he's like out bike. Maybe he's biking. He's in a coffee shop. She's jogging. Maybe he stopped uh, for like a little sandwich in the park. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking laptop in a coffee shop. And, and then, she had a problem with her email. Like, oh no. And he's like, let me help you. And is this and, a long courtship? Or is this kind of like, is this a, is this a mm, one or two? Is this a date one or two? Oh, she had a key. She unlocked the door and oh. came in herself. I gotta be honest right. with you. At the beginning of that scene, when he had the apron, I was like, "Why in the hell are you putting on an apron if it's just you cooking?" Oh, hot blonde. Never mind. Put on the apron. Right. That's completely appropriate. Yeah. 
That was perfect. They, they were part of part of his stick, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't. We never saw him from the waist down. Yeah, that might have been it. I'm just saying. Take it easy. She might have come in after her yeah, jog without right. any pants on. He might. He just oh. apron, and that's it. So back. So back to the actual the the, the, the blacklist situation. So we uh, we so we we find out that we need. They're, they're down a man. Red goes in and has a wonderful meeting with uh, his guy, and tells tells two. Johan tells two sort of intro, Well, the one story he tells is uh, how Johan helped him recover. A watch, the watch mm-hmm. which, which I think is And then great. he had to trade the watch for a, a used Ruger and what? Uh, uh, God, I don't remember. remember. But, but so that, good. But it was incredible. It's great. The, the idea that he's, you know, it's, you know, contracts some elite operative to, to uh, retrieve, a, retrieve watch. a watch is the most red redding thing I've ever heard Absolutely. of in my life. Uh, and then going in and then also telling the story about 1972, the last partner he had. Yes. I mean, the details of that. Oh, that being, yeah. So you know, good being, with his lawn mowing company. Yeah. And, the, and it's so 70s. Mike Douglas. Yeah. The bologna sandwich. Absolutely. Bologna so fried bologna sandwich, like the sunken living room, everything's like we get it. It's the seventies, you know. But, but it's still, I thought that was all sort of those. Those were all nice touches and oh. well written. Um, and again, those are the things that like make red red. Yeah. You know the, those touches. I think that you know. I think John, John Bookcamp actually wrote this episode, and I think you know. I think these. I think these little touches were were very throughout because it felt like we're getting back into the soul of what all these characters are, what the blacklist is, but. Um, so he then says he has a man for him, does some great red sort of spy craft and trade craft and, mm-hmm. and, and gets Tom in there and Tom has to go in there and prove himself and he does, right? Sure does. Did you ever doubt Tom? Not for a damn minute. No way. I would never doubt my Tom Key. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 Dawson's Creek. No, here. there's no, no more, there's no more cardigans and that guy's no sensible sweaters. Mm, and love his new haircut. Too. Yeah, think, looking good, Tom. Yeah, he's 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 got the full spy haircut. No more of the little other nah. things that going on. Oh, nah. No, he's no, embracing no, no. it. Yeah. Now. And they, they they put him in the gym over the last. They're yeah. like, you can bulk up, young man. He's, he's moved, getting your own he's show. He's moved from the CW over to NBC. Absolutely, uh-huh. yeah, very, very very much so. But I but also they did a thing which I think is also very much an audience surrogate where they. Uh, you know, you're 150 pounds. You're like you're you're 180 you're a pounds guy. soaking wet. Yeah, how are you gonna do this? I'm like, which is what I'm thinking the whole time. I'm like, yeah, super spy, Tom. You're a little guy, but he proved himself, which was all. And great. I loved that moment. I wanted to hate that moment, but I loved it when wrestler and and Liz are listening, and he goes, he's good, and like me, I, I would have been like, I know, but she's like, oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm so glad you brought that up. I am shock full of Lizzie impressions today. I don't know. I, like, like, I'm like that moment. No, I am listen. the clown version of Lizzie today. Oh, that's mommy. I'm so glad you brought that up because that moment was was really priceless. That was very, 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 very Lizzie Keen. I wonder if that was written in the script. I wonder if that was direction or if that was just. Megan Moon doing it, doing, doing her thing, but that, that, choice. that it, it was, was a choice. It was a choice because it was a camera take. He is good. It's like mm-hmm. that's my man, you mm. know. Which is what you would have said. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Julia. It was just such a funny reaction. I wanted her to be like, yeah. like badass. Like I know, but instead, it was like, oh! yeah. <laughs> That Beaming been... with pride. Exactly. Anyway, so he did his thing. Good, good for Tom, and uh, and, and he fooled everyone. What am I doing and today? C- continues to fool you, Julia. What's to I think we've gotten to this place now where there's know. there's no recovery. Like at this oh, point, God. if she came out and gave like like a, just the Oscar winning performances for the rest of the, we'd be like, whatever. I was yeah. a keen. <laughs> yeah, I was a keen. Uh, you're a big hit on, on the chat room here with your, with your Lizzie impersonations. Oh God. 
Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> this is great. This is great oh, stuff. This is good stuff. Uh, Sorry. So, so let's, again, oh. move, moving on. Uh, so they, they, we have the situation. We have the, the, the moving train heist, which is also a cool thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's fine. The idea that this billionaire kid could also build a, a separate track as well as a entire a warehouse, warehouse. That no one in, in three weeks. I mean, he's a billionaire, so he can do whatever he, he wants. Do whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I like, I like that. It was cool, and it's also full of infectious diseases. Uh, uh, type A. What are they? Type what? Type A, class yeah, A. Class, class A, class A, infectious diseases like bad uh, stuff, like like the, HIV the, and the black. Lebowski disease, the Le- not the or the Lewinsky, Lewinsky. <laughs> the Lewinsky, the Lebowski, <laughs> not the Lebowski, and certainly not the Lewinsky. Although I could go for a white Russian. Hey, so, oh, oh. Uh, the Lewinsky. Oh. Catch me a Lewinsky. Yes. What's, what's in that? What's in that? Uh, I'm not going to tell you how to get it, but right. I, I, I get think it off a red dress. All right. Blue dress. Blue dress. Blue dress. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the, yeah, so the the sample number seventeen, the 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 Rabowski, <laughs> the the Rabinsky, the, 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 the Rabowski virus, um, is is sort of seen. This is also kind of a, this is a you know. Uh, out of all the diseases, it's the Rabowski, and it's the disease. So that'll give you leukemia, which means you'll have too many blood cells, which will counteract the disease that they have going in, which is, I don't remember what it's called. It's simple math. It's just simple math. It's just simple math. <laughs> I'm like, okay, sure. So he'll die of leukemia, sure. but he'll die of leukemia later than he would die of Rostovi, whatever the Rostovi disease is. If you say so, John Bookenkamp. That's what it said. I know. I, 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 no, I know. I'm like, that's what they said. And I, that's exactly what it said. I'm just saying. And I'm like, okay. And I'm watching that going, okay. What else but you but I love how, you know, again. I was also, not a math major. Also, it adds up to me. Also, yeah, right. de- also decent writing where, you know, Red has to say, it's simple math. And so we're all like disarmed. Like, oh, okay. Well, shit. Okay. Okay. Well, if it's simple math. Well, if it's simple math, then how bad can it be? Um, so then, so then, so he gets that back. We realize that this is the, the key to being able to. Um, you know what, what this is all about, which is really which which you predicted. I think you may even predicted you of all people. Why would you say that this that is scorn? That this is really about keeping, uh, you know, Alexander Kirkington, Alexander Kirk slash <laughs> Alexander Kirkington <laughs> slash uh, Constantine alive. Uh, but he doesn't need Liz to do this, and because he has baby Agnes to do this, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but Red did say one key thing. He thinks that you're you're his daughter. Yes. He thinks you're his daughter, and Red 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 continues to say this. So Red is not, you know, admitting or buying into, or seems to know if that Constantine can, and 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 Masha are directly related. Can I can I float a, a float an idea here? I'm just going to float an idea. If it starts with Red and ends in, in is the father, then I don't want to hear it. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I I'm I'm going to float the idea that the writers' room does not know, okay. and John Bokenkamp <laughs> has not decided if Red is the dad. Okay. I think la- I think season one and season two, no, right. he wasn't the dad. But I think over time, I think they've kind of come to this place because they never really backed themselves into a corner far enough that they couldn't back out of it. I think they're in a spot now where they're like. There's enough people online going, if he's not the dad, what the fuck? Yeah. So I think there's I enough think, people who have been saying that that they might make him the dad anyway. Yeah. I think they do know because they there has to, to be motivation for James Spader to play the way he plays it. And they, 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 they just, well, well, hold on, hold on. Let me, they, they, they do know, just for the record. James Spader knows and yeah. John Bokenkamp knows. They've been on record saying they know. No one else knows. No one else wants to know. Spader knows the answer. Bokenkamp knows huh? the answer. Maybe a couple other people know Amir the answer. Amir even told us that when yes, he was Yes, Amir said. So they, they, yes. they know the end game for that. You know who doesn't? Know the answer, you flip up. I'm telling you. Um, I want to bring in Joe. 
Jody here in a second, but I also want to just mention, of course, the the uh, burying the lead here. No pun intended. Mr. Kaplan. Mr. Kaplan. Zombie, Zombie Kaplan. Kaplan is is She's is crawling around. Up. Oh. up glasses. The dog comes out. Now this is you know I, I want to bring in Jody to talk about right some of these that theories. Big, that was a big dog. Well, I mean, look. Remember this this land was a pristine land. Yeah, the, a bloodhound. But wait, was this was a pristine land that no one is supposed to be, and yet here comes a dog. So this this person is not didn't wander upon. Kaplan. This person had to be looking for Kaplan, I imagine. Am I the only one who is hoping that Red did not really try to kill Kaplan? That it was an well, act, that there was a plan. That's my other thing. Red is a you know Red is a cold blooded assassin. I mean, he's not he a bad miss. shot. He doesn't miss. So is this like a, a teaching her a lesson? Oh, is God. he you know he's doing that? Is there he, something else going I, on? I had my guy come out and get you. Is it going to be Boz? Is Boz with the dog? Or, or is, is it a setup? Or is like he's like. We've winged Kaplan so that my yeah. enemy will grab Kaplan oh, yeah. and give Kaplan some is, info. Is it, a, is it an elaborate ruse? Like, you used me, I used you, or something. Who knows? Yeah, I don't but, know. I, but I want to bring in uh, the lovely Jody Walker from Entertainment Weekly. Uh, Jody, are you there? Hello, friends. Hi, Jody. Hi, How Jody. Hi, Jody. <laughs> uh, it's lovely. Hey, everybody. You got my head spinning with all these Kaplan ideas. I know. Well, I mean, I just I can't I can't help but but do that. And Steve, I'm like, can you turn her up a little bit, Steve? Because I think she sounds a little a little low. But um, so I, I want to start. We'll go backwards from Kaplan. Uh, you know, Kaplan. You know, we, they sprinkled her in with about maybe three scenes. Uh, what did you think of, of 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 Kaplan sort of popping in? And do you have any theories yourself? Well, you know, when I was writing my recap last night, I like almost forgot to include her because it was just these quick little moments of kind of like, you know, catching her bleeding out in the field and then catching her bleeding out on a rock and then catching her <laughs> bleeding out in a river. And then finally she gets found. And it was, you know, it was just like, it was kind of a theme of this season is like, well, did anything actually happen? Like we actually don't know anything much more than we knew from the previews last week, but I really I don't have any theories. My head is spinning. I mean, I was very shocked, you know, when I saw that dog come up. I just knew that its owner was going to follow up behind and whip out the cell phone for 911. And then he just, you know, kind of strolled up, checked out the dying elderly woman, and then dragged her off. A little yeah. creepy. Yeah. I, who Now, uh, someone reminded us in the, in the chat room here, uh, uh, Malika. Remind, I'm probably butchering that name too. I'm sorry, but remind me that Mr. <laughs> Kaplan is married. She has she had a, re- a wedding ring on. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. Is, is this uh, her husband, Mrs. Kaplan? I don't know. Who there? I don't know who this is, but like, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm wondering if this is some elaborate plan here. But but I want to go back in the episode. What, what, what did you think of this episode? I mean, I read your recap. It was very funny. I like your. I like all of your uh, sort of Shark Tank uh, um, uh, comparisons here. <laughs> but uh, what did you think of this episode? Um, I liked it. I liked the blacklister a lot. I mean, I think maybe upon closer inspection of him, it, it doesn't uh, totally hold water. But the idea of like an angel investor, venture capitalist in crime is like, yeah, like an old school blacklister that you can really sink your teeth into. Yeah. And um, I love that. I love following that. I thought the actor was um, good and like just, you know, annoying and egotistical enough. I really liked the moment in a sick way. I liked the moment when his, you know, his crew's like, oh, we'll only have 12 casualties. And he's like, sweet, you know, just 12, just 12 dead folks. It's great. <laughs> um, and I always like any time when, when Red just gets to be really annoyed with Liz and like, he was 
who was real salty this whole episode. And I liked that because I think viewers get annoyed with Liz a lot. And that, like you guys said, that it's kind of just what we have to embrace at this point, that that is the relationship, that is the dynamic. She is kind of like this petulant teenager. And you get it, you know, she's had, she's had a rough life. She doesn't know who her parents are. Everybody says they're her dad, and then everybody says they're her mom, and then she has all these memories. It's confusing. But, yeah, so I, I thought that the, uh, the episode played up that dynamic well, and Red kind of, like, took off the kid gloves, and yet still let her know every single thing he was doing. Are you okay with that with that with that dynamic? I mean, I kind of I mentioned earlier here in the show that this is kind of what it, I think this is what it is. And uh, we're all, I think we're all kind of, some of us are tired of it, Joe. Julia, some, some of us are, I mean, is, is this kind of what it is, or do you think that this will evolve into something else, or are you okay with this sort of like the red lizzy? 66.333% of this, this panel is tired of it. I don't know if that translates worldwide, but I'm just saying in this room, we're at a 66.3%. Well, I found a new way of dealing with it. Which is very okay. solid. But what, how do you feel about that? Well, and... In this room that I'm sitting in, that is my apartment, where I'm alone, um, <laughs> I would say that I have kind of embraced it as a give and take, which is to say that Liz is not my favorite female character on television. What? She's not my favorite depiction of a strong female. Huh? She listens to anything anyone says to her in what order they say it, and she believes them completely. <laughs> like, she's already defending dear old dad in last night's episode. Um. However, Red is one of my favorite characters on television, and if it takes her being kind of weak for him to be really strong, which, you know, it shouldn't, but if it does, it's okay. That's an interesting point of view. Hey, Jody, do you want to be my best friend? (laughs) (laughs) That that, that is that is kind of that is the that's some grown up business right there. Well, Well, that's why she writes for Entertainment Weekly. Uh, But no, but this (laughs) but that is that is exquisitely well articulated uh, by by you. And that we have sort of this battle between one of our favorite characters in television and let's just say one of our not so not one of our not favorite characters on television, uh, both. At week to week at odds and the way that the show reconciles that and the way that we have to reconcile that as viewers is, you know, I mean, I, I think I think the the good sort of outweighs the bad in this in this instance. And I think that we just kind of got to roll with it, Joe. We all yeah. deal with it in our own ways. Yes. Uh, yeah, exactly. What would Lizzie say, Julia? <laughs> she wouldn't say anything. But she's not listening to all you. Right. <laughs> That's all right. Anyway, so and so we talked about the blacklister. <laughs> what, what was your take? Like, you know, uh, I want to know about what you think about the whole uh, Navabi Aram uh, jogger triangle. <laughs> Heartbreaking. You know, she's and like you guys said, those are two of my. I think both of those actors bring so much to those characters and really like make them almost, I mean, the, the, the characters are, are written well too, but like they, they just bring so much life to those characters and to that pretty special relationship. You know, it's kind of like, you know, that Amar, um, I mean, Aram likes her or did like her, but they've also really embraced a, a very lovely friendship between two really different people and can appreciate that. And I think in that phone call, he wants to be there for her as much as a friend, and she wants him to be there for her as much as a friend, as it also seems like maybe she's trying to kick something up, you know, mm-hmm. talking about how much she doesn't like cooking for one, and here he is 
apparently cooking for two. So it really, I mean, it both broke my heart in like what could have been and then immediately seemed demolished, but also, you know, good for Aram. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope that Aram, I mean, like Aram does some super cool hacker shit and is like, uh, I intercepted that transfer or the request and, and, and I want you to stay or something like that. I think that he's going to do something like that. She better stay. I can't lose her. She's going to stay. I know, I know. This it is making me pretty nervous. All uh-huh. that. It's like I love how she's sticking to her guns and being like, "Hey, Lizzie, remember when you pretended like you were dead and fooled all your friends who were trying to help you?" Totally. Like, good for her on that. But I also don't want to lose her on the show. Yeah, I, I want to ask the you, voice of the people. I want to ask you about the 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 overarching serialized element of this show, which is the whole Katarina Rostova, Masha Rostova, who's the father, Alexander Kirk. You know, of it all now, uh, the Lewinsky disease, Lebowski <laughs> disease, uh, you know, uh, what, how is this all landing with you? Are you OK with this in the direction it's going? Is it seem, I mean, simple math? Does that math add up to you? Like, how are you how are you in when this whole sort of, uh, you know, Rostova, who's the father, you know, Kirk thing of it all? Well, I didn't get into recap writing because I'm a science person, so (laughs) I can't really testify to the logic of uh, Kirk slash Rostov's um, medical science there with uh, the, you know, leukemia that he's trying to give himself. And I was not, I mean, I, I don't think anyone was shocked by the reveal that he has been hunting down Lizzie and Agnes for their blood and for, you know, know, that sounds gross, but that's what he's doing (laughs) Um, because he needs them because he believes, as Red says, he believes that they are his um, biological descendants. Like, I don't think that that's surprising. However, it is interesting. I'm interested to see where it goes because Kirk for a long time now has really been teetering this character line of, he either really could be a father who's coming back into her life or he really could be malicious and is ready to like drain a baby of its blood to save his old man life. And I do think that that's interesting. Um, And there are like just a lot, there's revealing a lot of little details that are coming together that, that more than ever, I think are encouraging me to make my own theories, which none of them hold water. But for a long time, I've just kind of been along for the ride and interested in what they have to tell me. And now it's kind of like we're getting a lot of puzzle pieces that we can sort of put together in a few ways ourselves. And I think that is building up for what could be a very exciting moment and an exciting reveal, like maybe whatever it may be. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. it don't say anything uh-uh. to mm. I'm just so. saying, it sounds to me like certain people may be thinking certain thoughts about who the dad might be. Yeah, mm. I, I don't I don't know what you're just talking about. Just saying. Uh, no, don't know. Don't. Okay, can I, though, bring up something from last week? Yes. Wish you would. Last week, one of your viewers slash listeners asked me a question, which I very embarrassingly had no answer to, which was what did I think about the the drawing that Lizzie slash Masha found in the Summer Palace Mm -hmm. and how it compared to Katerina's drawing that Red found in Katerina's father's house. And uh, my answer was, I have no thoughts because I did not notice the comparison. But I went back and looked, and I can tell you, and what that viewer could have told you last week, because they're a better watcher than me, that it's the exact same child's drawing. Huh. 
It's the same well, drawing? The same. When, when she finds it in the Summer Palace, huh. it has Masha's name penciled onto it. Huh. Wait a minute. So it's the same exact drawing? The exact same drawing. Okay, huh. so it's not like two kid. It's not like a kid made two separate drawings in the same style. That's the exact same drawing. Well, wow. I mean, Liz does bring up with Tom that she and her mother have a lot of similarities, and that they, or she and Tom, I guess, have a lot of similarities, and that they fall in love with the people that they are sworn to spy upon. Mm. But it would be shocking if mother and daughter drew exactly the same when they were four years old, huh. and. It's the exact same drawing. The only difference is that when Red finds it, it's Katarina's drawing. It doesn't have a name on it I, that I could see. And when Masha finds it to be believed as her own drawing, it does have a name on it. Interesting. Which has really sent my, sent my head spinning about what exactly. And you may have noticed that we got our second or third comment about how children's memories are to be trusted yes. in, tonight, yes. in last night's episode. And it's yep. also... So we- I- no, I think that's something to keep an eye on. I agree. I, we, we have to we have to wrap soon, but here, but I, but I, I kind of want to get to predictions right now. But I do want to ask, uh, mention that you know it, it's 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 known that somehow there's been some memory tampering here yes. going on with right. with with uh, with Lizzie. So I mean, they're, they're, what what she believes to be true, what is actually true, are probably aren't the same thing. So mm-hmm. we still there's still a lot of a uh, a lot of secrets to be unearthed and 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 and, and um, answers to be found. I imagine, of course, in the blacklist. Uh, I want to get into let's do predictions. And get out of here because I, I have uh, some questions. Specific Your questions. After Buzz TV predictions. Uh, for predictions, I want to. Uh, that was a nice quick drop. For predictions, yeah. I would ask <laughs> some very specific <laughs> questions. For all the, the first question is, uh, what do we think uh, is going on with Mr. Kaplan, Joe? Quick. I I'm hoping this is a hope more than a think. I'm hoping because it. I don't want Red to be the kind of guy that would whack Kaplan. Um, and and now that John Bo, now that Camp has made. Like, so much out of her dragging herself. I mean, it's one thing if we could walk away from, like, bang, and then we never see her again. But the dragging and the blood and the glasses, and there's a nice old lady dragging herself through the woods. That is really, really hard for me to take. So I'm desperately hoping that we're going to find out that this was all a setup. That, that that she's going to be on somebody else's team. Julia, I don't know that's a pretty painful, As elaborate, a, awful setup. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm I know, but still, at this point, I, it, it changes my perception of Red so dramatically. I don't want it to. Maybe, maybe she won't remember. Maybe she has amnesia Ooh, when she comes to Doctor Kaplan, oh, Mr. Oh, Kaplan, amnesia. Oh, oh. oh that, that's such a 1985, isn't it? I mean, that's good. <laughs> she, she How am I right for a guy who doesn't have a head? Does she have an evil twin too? Maybe. Here's hoping. What do you think, Jody? I have a really hard time reasoning out with logic what Red's benefit could have been to shoot her in a fairly terrible way without meaning to kill her. And I have always believed that Red is a fallible person. So I'm going to I'm going to stick with for now that he did mean to kill her and that someone else is saving her. But I have a very ominous feeling about where she is being dragged to right now but my hopeful prediction is that whoever is saving her and wherever she's being dragged to is going to reveal a lot about her past and her history that we don't know yet Ooh. okay and, and very very quickly this has to be like a, a 10 second or 15 second answer but what how, how's tom gonna get off the show tom's gonna spin off maybe tom and kaplan are spinning off together maybe that's part of what's happening with kaplan hmm. i don't know maybe kaplan's Ooh. part of the spinoff okay mm. i like that Oh, I like that prediction. Right. That's fun. Yeah. Um, I think maybe he, uh, I don't know. I'll stick with that. I haven't really okay. thought about that. I've been really, like, 
deep in world of who's her dad. Jody, you have, you have, you have <laughs> like, any really thoughts on how, how Tom's going to get over to Blacklist Colon Redemption? My only thought is perhaps this baby stays lost forever and Tom's like mission becomes finding that baby. That's what I'm assuming. And just takes them off the ship. Okay. And then Lizzie's just kicking it in the blacklist. Hammering down blacklisters while Tom's out better. Lizzie is just like trying desperately to communicate with her dead mother. Got it. Sure is. Okay. Well, you know, not for anything. Did you guys feel like there was a scene missing where Lizzie was like crying about the baby that just wasn't in the episode? I mean, like the baby is not there. There yeah. is, there, but she was like, "Let's go do some stuff." Well, and the I, assumption is there's, yeah. there's been there's been. Some I know. I just feel like the, I just feel like that scene was missing. I feel like that 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 in order to make her more palatable, you you need to have her like being like, you know, a little devastated that the kid is still MIA. Uh, we're gonna get out of here, but we did we we have to mention it. And there, there's one huge plot point that we did not mention at all, which is the fact that it turns out that Red it was put with. Or no, that I'm Katarina sorry, was Katarina, Katarina was, put was put with Red, with Red as an assignment. As an assignment. What? Much like Tom was put with Masha, flippy, floppy, Lizzie, flippy floppy, flippy floppy. That's your that's your theme song. Flippy floppy, flippy floppy. All right. No, probably not. We'll drop that. Now. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be a one off right there. Flippy floppy, J Dub. I don't know. What's your nickname, Red? Red. Red. Oh, right. Done. It's a little blonde right now. Going back. All right. Uh, I think that's all we got for this week. Uh, um, Jody, thank you for joining us again, and hope to see you uh, hear from you as much as we can in the future. Where, where can the kids find you on Twitter? And then tell us about where can they read you. Uh, the kids can find me at the Jody Walker on Twitter. J O D I is how you spell Jody. Um, and you can just find me on the internet writing about TV a lot um, for EW and other places. Awesome. And, and Joe, where can the, where can the folks find you? Uh, on uh, the, what do you call them? The Twitter's at Joe Flippo, J O E F L I P O. And uh, the website is josephsanflippo.com. Uh huh. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 And for you? My turn. Uh, Twitter and Instagram and apparently just Snapchat, even though I have no idea how to use it still. Yeah. Uh, one day I'll figure it out. Uh, with my name, Julia Carely, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. Yep, you can find me on Snapchat at, at not at anything, J.K. Braz on Snapchat and on Twitter and Instagram at Joe K. Braswell. Is that right? Yeah, at Joe K. Braswell on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining us on on uh, listening to us live. All of you guys who are watching us live. Thanks for watching and commenting on YouTube. Thanks for commenting and watching on listening on iTunes as well. We appreciate all your comments. Um, thank you, Jody, again for joining us. For everyone here, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.